Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast. I am Brett, your non-Utterly Useless host, or the Cheshia, the Cheshia of the podcast. Oh yeah, you're self-proclaiming Cheshia? <laughs> yep, I am self-proclaiming Cheshia. Uh, <laughs> to my right, because I'm going to go to the, my right first, is the bringer of death, the king of spades of the podcast, <laughs> Timmy. Whoa. Timmy. <laughs> Now I'm curious what I'm going to be. <laughs> to my right is my brother and uh, my... Uh, my f- he's your right. I'm oh, sorry, to my left, sorry. To my left, my brother and my friend, who in real life, I believe, and I will say, thank you for wearing clothes. The, <laughs> I knew you were going to pick him. <laughs> the king of clubs, Jeremy. <laughs> yep, as soon as Spades was like, well, the only other option, unless you're going to give me a girl character. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could give you... Um, What's it, the, what was it, the guy that, uh, because of your massive turf at the uh, University of Utah, like, you know, the guy that chopped off his hand. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I could give you that. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> That's true. In case you're wondering, those are all characters from Alice in Borderland. Yes. And uh, this is going to be an Alice in Borderland kind of episode. I know, which I actually was scouring for an introductory quote for Alice and Borland, but most of them were motivational, and I didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not a motivational Doesn't podcast. Here. No, no. <laughs> so the introduction, introductory quote is, well, I will tell you this, Michael. I don't have a son. He does. But if I ever do, I'm either going to take him to the cabin in the woods, or I'm going to promise to take him and then not take him. But one thing is that I will never do is not tell him that I'm not taking him to the cabin in the woods and then not take him. What? I don't even know this quote at all. It's from Arrested Development. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was over my head. Is that um, Job? Yeah, it's Job. Okay, that uh-huh. sounds like a Job thing. Yeah. Um, and then my, the next favorite part is he, Michael turns to him and he's just like, all right, guy, well, uh, let's you and me go to the cabin in the woods for the first time in, the, in a long time. And so he's just like, he takes it, Job takes his head and he tilts it into Michael's mouth, and he goes, "Taste, taste what happiness feels like, Michael." And he's you know, trying to cry into his mouth, and he's just like, "Happiness tastes like sadness." Also, <laughs> is this one of the like the original series yeah. seasons? Uh-huh. Okay, I don't remember this because I haven't seen the last season. Neither have I, and I really or, like it. But I, I just... guess they've done another one. I meant the season where like they do, um. You know, like every episode is somebody else's point of view. Yeah, that's the first season on Netflix. Yeah, I, I saw the seen... first one on Netflix. I have not seen the second one on Netflix. Well, so that's why they haven't made another because you didn't watch it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. Um, like uh, some of my friends are, and I don't know where you guys stand regarding like streaming services, but a lot of people that I know are like, I'm not gonna watch the series until it's all done, and then, and I feel as though a lot of people do that because it's just like, well, I don't, I, I want to see it from beginning to end. I want to be able to binge this whole se- series in a week. Well, then when they cancel after series one or series two, then it's just like, well, I'm not going to watch that show. It's like, <laughs> well, no, no, that mentality right there that I'm going to wait for it to all be done caused it mm-hmm. to be canceled. So you waiting for the entire series to end. A lot of people probably did that too, causing the series to be canceled because it got low ratings. Yep. My point of view is, I I can't do that. First of all, I can't wait till the whole series comes out. That's ridiculous. 
I also, at one time, you know, previously, I used to wait till the whole season came out. Uh-huh. I can't do that either anymore. There's none. I mean, there is a lot of good content out there, but I'm so up to date with it that I'm been I'm watching as it's coming out now. I'm back to old traditional TV. Yeah. Except when they drop a whole season or half the season once, then I binge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not much of a binger anymore. I'm just realizing. Hmm. I'm kind of am. I mean, it depends on the show. Like I, I was way late to the Big Bang Theory. I, I came in around like the second to last season, and so we bought all the first few seasons and binge them as much as we could and and we got to the point where they were um on television and then we were able to stream them um week by week but it just depends on when i when i get there but i i like the the weekly drop it just gives me something to look forward to and i don't have to like catch up make you know catch up with everybody else yeah i mean i i do get behind because well first of all it is this it is a nice treat when you've somebody recommends something that has been out for a little bit, like a season or two, mm-hmm. or even like eight episodes. And you're like, ooh, this is actually good. I get to watch multiple of these, and I get excited for that. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I didn't know it was there. Yeah, Marketing is not what it used to be, because, I mean, if you were marketed for all these great shows that exist, you'd be bombarded by marketing. Well, like and a couple, uh, couple months ago, I was watching the... Uh, history somebody did like some of these you know my favorite channel is youtube because so many people have such original thinking of how to make something or make a video or whatever and i i'd really gotten into erie indiana at uh again Uh and so i just just go into apple and just type in erie indiana and people have self-made documentaries on the series researching it and i sat and watched it and that show was a success but they the way that they they actually marketed it incorrectly because what they would do is be like you know at seven o'clock erie indiana is coming up and next at seven thirty, the torkelsons are coming up and it's just like and it's just like (laughs) like they it it went from doom and gloom to hey Uh and it's just like (laughs) like oh oh and then, of course, like the CEOs didn't think that kids like being scared. It's just like it wasn't scary. If you ask well, me. no, but I mean, it's yeah. more intense. It is. <laughs> oh man, it was a great show. It uh, was. I really. I wish it kept going for a while. Oh yeah. You said they only did one season, right? They did. They did two one seasons. So what oh. they did is in like '93 they did the first season, and then what they did is they tried to reboot it with a bunch of new kids because by that time the original kids were like 18 20 years old and so they basically did a, a thing where both worlds were colliding and then they basically passed one of uh, the the original series passed off the Erie Indiana series to the new kids okay and then that series failed because again they didn't market it well hmm. it was a really interesting documentary i like that show if you ask me I think one of the worst marketed shows, or, and this was the first show I ever like binged on Netflix ever. Better off Ted. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of that show at all until I found it on Netflix on accident. Well, and and then you t- were all about that show, Better Off Ted, and so I reluctantly, I don't know why, because you and me, your tastes are, were at the time especially like were like yeah. in sync with each other. I'm like, oh, I'll get around to watching it, and. 
I liked it so much that I went out and I, I bought the first season on DVD and waited for the second season. They've never released the second season of on DVD. Better Off Ted on DVD. Hmm. It, and if they have, they've never done it for Region 1, which is uh, America. Yeah. That's a great show. Have you seen that show, uh, Criddle? Better Off Ted? Yeah. No. You need to see it. It's, it's a funny take on corporate America. <laughs> and, like, one person, like, I... I honestly didn't know that um, Portia from Arrested Development, you know who she is? She's uh, like Ellen's wife. Okay. That So she's in that. I'm like, I didn't know that it was the same person because I wasn't really into I don't think I watched Arrested Development at that time in my life. And her character is the best. Oh, it is. She like makes that show so great. I mean, every single one of the characters honestly adds to it and to... Would you call that a sitcom? I yeah. I have a theory that the main character on sitcoms, most successful sitcoms, the main character is kind of the lame character. I know you don't agree with that with how I met your mother. No, because me and Ted, man. Well, <laughs> I find all the other characters <laughs> in How I Met Your Mother so much more um, interesting and fun than him. Uh, but like, but better <laughs> off Ted. Like, I will say though, he is. Ted is kind of the more lame, oh, if yeah. you will, than the rest. But that's kind of my ongoing theory. Is, is a, and Big Bang Theory obviously also does not fall into that because I think all of them are great. But I guess if you do think about it, Leonard is maybe maybe the more boringish one. Except so wait, what you're saying is is and, and you know here's where I'm going to get in trouble with the listeners is. So wait, so because all the main characters and friends are the main characters, they're all lame. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, no, there's got to be a focal. And, I, and, and people, friends, have always talked about this forever, of who is the main character of that show. And everybody's always trying to figure out who that is. Mm. And like, well, it's Monica's apartment. Um, but then the whole show is kind of about, what's her name? Isn't it Rachel and Ross? Rachel, yeah, Rachel. Even though Rachel. I've only seen half of one episode, but yeah, but if you ask me, Ross is probably the most boring character on that whole show. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, sorry, sorry to go on a tangent there, but yeah, that's my theory. And for the most part, I feel like the successful ones have a lame person that the story revolves around. Mm-hmm. Maybe that just makes everything more interesting. Well, like, I mean, you think about Seinfeld, and Jerry is kind of like the consistent character mm-hmm. out of everybody else, and everybody else is so bizarre. Maybe that's the thing. is Maybe not lame, because lame is a good way to describe somebody who's consistent. It's less entertaining. <laughs> it's boring, you know? Yeah. As far as a, a, some something to watch, entertainment value. Mm-hmm. The constant. Yes. Well, it's it's like their show. They're the constant. They're the normal person, and everybody. Because you think about like how I met your mother and Barney. Like he is like. I don't think that that show would have been successful if the show revolved around him. Mm-hmm. Think of that '70s show with Eric. Eric is the constant uh-huh. and the lame. And then when he left, the show yes dropped. Uh huh. And every time the show really focused on him a lot more, it kind of, if those were my least favorite episodes. So are you telling me that in The Simpsons, Lisa's the. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't transferred this over to cartoons yet because I don't know if this is applicable because I couldn't find it in Futurama. I couldn't. 
The Simpsons and Family Guy and all those. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think with this with Family or the Futurama, Fry is obviously the main. Character. Oh yes, yeah. but he is yeah definitely the more consistent. He's actually more inter- entertaining than most consistents though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, merit badges. What do we got? All right, so I'm gonna start off with the. You are old merit badge, and this merit badge I got basically when I came home from the podcast last week. I came so as we concluded last week's podcast, Jeremy looked at my computer and said, "Wow, that computer is old. <laughs> like that. Like you've had that for a while." And I'm like, "Yeah, I have." Which I think had my computer realize, "Oh, I'm old. I don't have to work anymore." So I got, or home. maybe it got self-conscious. Exactly, it was it was self-aware. It was just like, oh, yeah, let's just let's just end it right here. So I open up my computer to do other things because it's my like beater computer, and I get this gray screen with a file folder that has a question mark in it. And so I Google that, and it just says, um, "The startup for your computer has been corrupted, and it's probably like over for your computer." <laughs> like you 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 can take it to like you know the Apple Bar, and they could do that. But I'm sitting there thinking, oh, the last time I had an issue, it was under Apple Care. And the whole thing would have cost $1,200, which is basically a brand new computer. I'm like, they could probably do it, which would be maybe around three, maybe $500 for an old 2010 computer. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. So I went on a like used Mac computer website, paid $300 for a brand, uh, well, a refurbished brand or new computer. And yeah, so. Yeah, my, I have the uh, You're Too Old merit badge, which looks like my brother pointing at my computer saying mm-hmm. it's too old, and then like like pirate, you know, death scroll or whatever, crossbones or whatever appear on the screen. <laughs> Do you know what it should also have, like on the Mac itself? It should have, remember the old Mac symbol with the face? Uh-huh. And just have it a frowny face. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh sad. I'm old. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, well, my mayor badge is entitled, uh, I'm trying to think of a good title now. I thought I had one, but I did not. <laughs> Anyways, my mayor badge is um, is essentially, oh, I- I'm a kid again, is what it is. Ooh. And so uh, 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 an old friend of this podcast, Taylor, invited me out to take my, my kid to um, what's called like the Nickelcade here? Okay, in Provo. In um, it's in Orem. Orem. Okay. Yeah, Nickel City technically. Okay. And and so yeah, we went out there on on Monday on New Year's. Well, I guess the substitute New Year's Day here, since we everybody had the day off, and we played games. And I let my daughter. I just went out with my daughter, and he brought his one boy, and. We just play lots of games. Like the, I let my daughter Isla play a lot of games, and then eventually, like I came across the, the joust game. No, oh. they got rid of it. Oh, I was a little sad about that, but I was like, mm. I don't have time to like. My daughter was having so much fun. I'm like, I'm just gonna let her do as much as she wants. I don't care. I'm not gonna really. This isn't about me today. And then I, you know that coin dropping game where you put it down oh, yeah. and then it pushes and then it pushes to the next tier and then they mm-hmm. fall into the little 
pit. Uh huh. Take it off that. So I found that it was a Willy Wonka version of that. And so every oh. once in a while, it drops a card, you know, that has 50 tickets attached to each card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want to play and see how it is. And all of a sudden, like an hour later, I'm like, we can get more cards. I want to get, because like the first card I got was an Oompa Loompa. And I'm like, score. That's the <laughs> one I want out of all of them. <laughs> Except for, I didn't see a Willy Wonka, which that's disappointing. I yeah. really wanted a Willy Wonka. Instead, I got, um, man, what's her name? Oh, the the red red clothed girl. I want to oh, say it's Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. And then I was I was trying really hard for Grandpa Joe, but I couldn't do it. And as soon as I walked away, the next guy jumped on because he was waiting forever. And then he got like five cards within I don't know, like ten minutes. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow! I got that ready for. You. But I was I was just kept on like. Playing there, and my daughter's like grabs the little because they don't you don't put coins in the machines anymore. You have these little tap cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so she's like, she'd come and take the tap card every once in a while, go play a game, and then bring it back and have like, and I'd keep playing. I was like, oh, I'm a kid again, and I'm also taking this time away from my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of when like Yumi went to Tilt, uh-huh. and so there's this game. It was basically I, I think it was called like poker or something like that. And Jeremy put in a quarter, and what you do is you hit a button, and these five bouncy balls just go all over the place. Oh, yes, I remember that game. And they they fall down, and your second turn is you can choose which ones to hold and which ones to reshoot. And so Jeremy, I think he had like the ace, the king, the queen, the jack, and then he just decided to shoot the last one. And it was just I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, because, like, if you don't get that 10, you get nothing. And he's just like, yep. And so he does it. It jumps up, bounces around, falls into the 10. He got the highest possible score possible. This thing was spewing tickets for, I kid you not, like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's a good day. It's a good day. I remember the game. I don't remember the day that day. <laughs> But yeah, I miss Tilt. Because you ran up to mom and you're like, Mom, I broke the machine because it just kept on like, and it was just like, no, he didn't really break the machine. He, in fact, it kept on going so, because it was the highest possible thing ever that it, the machine actually ran out of tickets. <laughs> so they had to, my mom had to go over to the guy who was, you know, the teenager that uh, is in charge of this thing and says, hey, like, I think this is not like, you know, 1,700 tickets. And they're like, no, it's not. And so the guy had to, like, start counting up, like... And then eventually, after a while, he just, like, took took the tickets, just unfurled a whole bunch of them, and just like, I think that's enough. And then just handed it to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a great day, and I don't even remember this. All right, well... I'll go next. Um, so over the Christmas break, I grew out my beard and mustache um, because uh, for work, I have, I'm required to mustache. shave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm required to, to have a clean-shaven face. And also over the Christmas break, we watched both seasons of Ted Lasso. And so I, on New Year's Day... I 
had I just decided to shave the day before going back to work, except I decided to keep my mustache. And so I'm calling this uh, merit badge the Ted Lasso mustache. Oh, there you go. Oh. Do you feel like <laughs> very positive all of a sudden? You know what? When I look at myself in the mirror and I start to think, believe. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that show's so great. Oh, man, I haven't checked on it. Last I heard that they were thinking of dropping the next season sometime late January, early February. I mm. can't wait. I, I, but it is, it, when, you, when you link uh, you know, your facial hair to somebody like Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. you really do kind of start to change your perspective a little bit because it reminds you of that. And yeah. so it's, it's actually worked out quite well this week because it's been pretty stressful getting back into the groove of things after the holiday. And so it's actually been interesting so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick around with the mustache for a while i like that compared to what the uh, i fill up my gas tank uh at holiday oil and you know like they'll play a video while you're waiting or something like that i like that more than the suggestion the suggestion that they gave on the video the suggestion was each morning give yourself a high five because that will release a whole bunch give your reflection a high five oh your reflection because that will give you like endorphins and stuff like that and i'm like no that would just annoy me because there's fingerprints on my mirror oh that's true <laughs> it gives you endorphins yes the way they didn't tell you is it gives you like two or whatever and like a hug would give you like a thousand or something like that like you yeah you're getting something but, but giving yourself a high five that's like singing yourself happy birthday and blowing out your own candle on your own <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad. <laughs> they should do a whole episode of some show like now. If you are lonely, these are small ways. Singing happy birthday to yourself will increase your endurance. However, if you do it in front of a mirror, you will release a mirror creature that will kill you. <laughs> or, or what's that text you sent yesterday? Uh, get a crunch wrap supreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that text? I forgot what it said. Um, it, there was a meme that said, anybody know any good substitutes for love and personal fulfillment? Somebody responded, Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. I had to share that one. Spin the wheel. All right, we got our spin the wheel up, and we are going to be spinning. If you're joining us for the first time, it's a category of questions that we're going to ask one another. Uh, so depending on what the wheel gives us, we will ask questions that uh, pertain to that category. So starting off uh, us off first, we have Brett, and you get Kiss, Mary Kill. Okay, so my Kiss, Mary Kill, I was thinking about doing an Alice in Borderlands, but you know what? Because it's so full, I, was, I decided against it. So Kiss, Mary Kill. What's so full? The amount of uh, oh, Alice in Borderland we're going to be. Oh, okay. So Kiss, Mary Kill. Rocksteady, Bebop, Slash. Slash. And Slash is the evil turtle. Oh, okay. He, is he the robot turtle? Yeah. Uh, is he partially robot? I think he's partially robot. I actually, I think he's, I think he's just evil. I think he's the <laughs> evil. Uh, I, I looked, this, I've had this on my list for about a month and a half. Okay. Yeah, I remember him now. I got an image of him up. Um... <laughs> so the, you're you're trying to get us a, it's a more difficult one to marry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh man. I'm gonna have to remember. I know who Bebop and them are. It's just I used to have a little way to remember which one's who. I Sorry. think I think 
Rocksteady is the rhino. The rhino. I'm pretty, yeah. Yeah. And then Bebop is the the pig boar. Yeah. Boar. Yeah. Bebop, boar, Rocksteady, Rhino. Oh, there we go. I like that alliteration. That makes me happy. (laughs) Uh, I don't think there's really a right answer. (laughs) No, there's not. So um, I'm just going to throw out some, you know, this dart at the wall. (laughs) Uh, Okay, it looks like I'm marrying Slash. (laughs) And I'm going to kill Rocksteady and kiss Bebop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember which one is the more... Because I know they're both dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just trying to say, like, you know, which one is... um, Which one is more enjoyable? Lovable. Lovable. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, like, looking at some of these pictures... <sighs> I don't know. I think I'm going to go with uh, marrying Rocksteady. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I'm judging by my memories and pictures, but I think I'm going to marry him. I don't know if I can marry somebody that's wearing 80s glasses. <laughs> oh, sorry. I take that back. I, I, I would totally marry Bebop. Bebop? Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to kill Slash and kiss Bebop. <laughs> yep. And I would kill Slash also and kiss Rocksteady. We're all on different pages. Yep. <laughs> all right. And all probably nobody has a great foundation to stand on there. Nope. We're all dead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who lives the longest in their horrible relationship? I mean, my, my re- rationale for Bebop is the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie because I love that they imagined Rocksteady and Bebop because I was like, how are they going to do this? Because it's like so 80s. Mm-hmm. But they just picked two people who are just like, like maybe like uh, Johnny Lawrence just stuck in the eighties, and then they turn them into rhinos and <laughs> boars, and I'm like, and and I think that the the bebop is like a little bit more happy go lucky. Okay, I haven't seen number two. You're talking about the new ones, right? Yeah, I haven't. Seen, I've only seen number one. It's okay. It's not the best, yeah, but yeah, I mean, if if you're a fan of the Ninja Turtles. I'm actually was a big fan. Like I tried to get my son. I I mean. You know, you try and find commonality to watch, and we were watching the old, not old, sorry, new-ish Nickelodeon um, Ninja Turtle cartoon that has the um, Seth Green is one of the Ninja Turtles, I forget which one, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and it's kind of a dark one. Like, if you ask me, I'm like, you're, I'm sorry, kind of surprised this is on Nickelodeon. <laughs> this is kind of dark. I'm like, I'm enjoying this, <laughs> and, um, but yeah. I forgot where I was going with it, but that was my f- most favorite. Like I, I would say it almost is very close to the original. Like just not in it's what it is like to watch it, but like in quality and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was kind of impressed. I've heard really good things about the Last Ronin for Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's good. I heard it's really. Is good. Is it a movie or is no? It a, it's the it's comic, comic that I gave you. Oh, the comic. I thought they were making a show. Oh, yeah. out of it. If I, they do, I'd watch it. I, I gave you one. I'll have yeah. to, I'll have to bring one in for you. Okay. Yeah. Next week. No, I've read the. I and I've read. Um, you can get them for free online. Yeah, they're. Uh, I believe the first four are free. I'm not sure oh, okay. the fifth one is free, but the first four are free on Comixology. All right. No, I think I found the whole series free somewhere. <laughs> that may not be like legit. On the Arr, maybe. Exactly. All right, my turn. All right, and it looks like I got. What would you have done? Well, I am not shying away from Alice in Borderland. Okay. This is going to be Alice in Borderland episode. 
because uh, I have finished. I finished it finally two nights ago. I want to say. All right. So you you find out that the game you're you've walked into is the Jack of Hearts in Alice in Borderland. Oh. Where for our listeners here that haven't watched the episode, so the first of all, Alice in Borderland is like Squid Game where you're playing games but better you, than Squid Game. But yes, better than Squid Game. The games are way more um, interesting and they're not child's games so much. Uh, and if they are referenced to child's game, they're different. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this one is like I don't know. It's about twenty or so people, right? Yeah. I mean, it just depends on who registers, right? Yes. So they they go into the game. They put a collar around their neck. On the back of their neck of the collar, it randomly will select a face. I mean, a, a suit uh, from playing cards. And at the end of every hour, you have to say what that suit is on the back of your collar. And if you guess wrong, you die. If you guess right, you live. So you have to trust somebody else to tell you what it is. But the problem is, is the game is going to keep going until the Jack of Hearts dies. And you don't know who the Jack of Hearts is. So there's a whole trust issue there. And you're not allowed to use reflections. Exactly, yeah. What would if what would you have done if you ended up in that game? So I think I'd try to do what uh, Chishia did, where you find somebody who is kind of an outcast and just be like, hey, you and me are a team. Like... I promise, like I, I, as long as you and me are honest, like we'll beat everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you need to find that one person that, and then, I mean, for sadly for him, he just got tired of like watching other people mm-hmm. like betray one another. Yeah. So that's how that's how I would do the whole thing. Got to build relationships. Yep. I would not like the instant I saw that one girl. I'm like, I don't... The girl like, that was freakishly happy? Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, I don't trust her. No, I wouldn't. And and then, you know, she's like, will you join my group? Will you join my group? And I'm just like, oh. Like, all you have to do is just get one person to be like, I don't think we like them anymore. And yeah. then... But what... what here's how I... This is... If, if I did join a group, this is how I would do it. You all say the suit at the same time. It's not like a, uh, what what suit am I? And then one person goes, uh, diamonds. And then everybody goes, oh, yes, 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 yes diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Yes, that was diamonds. so weird. Yeah. I would be like, no, no, no. You say it all at the same time. That's a good strategy. Yeah. What about you, Criddle? I would do the same thing. I would find somebody, um, some, a loner, and just kind of build a relationship with that guy or girl and just be like, okay, you know, we're, we're, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Plan B is join a big group and then have that strategy all at once go. Because I did find that really strange. Like, why would they do one at a time? Mm-hmm. I think that's a better strategy than what I was coming up with. I, what I was coming up with is is having an outsider as a verifier. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always thought about that, too. Just to, to... But then what do you do if the outsider tells well, you a different one? Kind of like that one girl who she started distrusting the super happy girl. And they, mm-hmm. she goes over to those two guys. She's like, I don't think I can. Like, I think her downfall was telling everybody, I don't think I can trust my group anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, you, she, she just said, hey, just out of curiosity, what is my my symbol or whatever? Yeah. And I think they probably would have actually legitimately told her. But because that they they did that, they were just like, "Oh, hey, well, well, this is easy." Yeah, she already doesn't trust her group, 
So let's just tell her the wrong one. And maybe her group told her the right one, but uh, or maybe they told her the wrong one. And we'll just tell her also the wrong one. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yeah, I think your guys' all at once is the best way. <clears throat> and then also turning around, showing everybody, and then looking at them possibly might help that too. Yeah, like, do it real quickly. Like, uh, um, uh, well, because... Or if you could have a mirror, just try to see your people. I mean, I guess you couldn't because they don't want people to try and cheat. Did you think that that one guy was going to have a heart attack? I, I literally thought that he... or Because I know he was having an anxiety attack, but uh-huh. he was grabbing his... His, yeah. his chest, yeah. and I thought he was just... That's how I thought he was going to die. <laughs> yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that. All right, move on. And Crittle's up next. You get random question. Okay, mine is a would you rather. <clears throat> would you rather have the power to change traffic lights at will Ooh. and have free gasoline forever or... Always have the ability to skip over any commercial, ad, or movie trailer anywhere at any venue on any platform. Ooh. I'm pretty sure I'll go with the gas and, and the light. <laughs> I, I don't I have a problem with commercials at all. Commercials. <laughs> I, and here's the funny thing. I do hate commercials. I went up to, oh, over the weekend to my friend's uh, house up in Brigham, and we just started watching random like 90s commercials. And I'm like, I could tolerate these commercials, <laughs> but you they were what? way more entertaining. But, but you know way what? Much. I cannot tolerate who like if I don't have the the like the Hulu membership that skips all the commercials, I can't watch Hulu because <laughs> the like what was it? The, there was a Black Friday sale for, for Hulu that you could have gotten Hulu for one ninety nine a month for an entire year. All you have to do is sign up by a certain date. And I'm like, I can't do this mm-hmm. because then I would have to be subjugated to Hulu's crappy commercials. I still look at commercials like I did in the 90s. It's a time to go to the bathroom, time to <laughs> do all the other crap. So, so I mean, <laughs> uh, that is, that's a toughie. Let's see. Yeah, mm. I'd take gas all day so and f- lights. So free gas? Is that what you and said? And lights. Free gas and you control all traffic lights. So you're like, as you're coming close, you can see it's red like... I'm gonna start turning it green now. Now with the other with the uh, skipping over commercials or ads or movie trailers, that's like you can go into a. Let's say you're going to a movie, you can start that movie early or skip over all the movies or movie trailers and just go straight to the movie. Or no, I I want the, I want the normal that the movie. It's a it's an experience. I mean, the only thing that I dislike about movie commercials is how they do every other one. It's like a, a trailer and then they're just like, all right. Are, are you having a problem with ba- your bail bond person? Oh, it's yeah. just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and if the, somebody is, like, why would you be like, like looking for a good bail bondsman at a movie commercial? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you, which one you? Uh, I'm doing gas and light because it, here's my rationale for that. <laughs> so uh, right now, I'm all the money I would save on gas mm-hmm. would be going oh, to those go. memberships where I would be commercial free. There, there you, you go. go. So I, I would do that. And also what I would love to do is I would on purpose turn the light red for myself also, because you know, the, that one person that likes to like cruise right oh, past yeah. you, I'd be like red. red. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> A nice passive aggressive way to get people. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, and they don't even know where it came from. Nope. You, it'd be, it'd be you like, blink it. Like, like you go through and then stop it. And then he like guns it as soon as it turns green, and then the next light red. You like he's like freaking out there. What's going on? <laughs> I would love that. And then you just pull up next to him like, and this is funny. I mean, it would be even greater if you had an app because what I would do is I would, if I knew if I was in a neighborhood that I knew, I would turn it red. I would, I would turn on like the app and be like, okay, turn it green in one minute. And then I would turn down this lane to this and then pop up somewhere else. And so I'd be like right ahead of him. And then in that one minute, mm-hmm. then the light would turn green and he would just like go and then it'd be like red. And just to watch somebody just like slowly melt down. Yeah. Also, if you ever wanted to be a um, baby driver or whatever, or oh, yeah. know, a getaway driver, there you go. You could do a whole like Italian job thing controlling the lights. There you go. All right, Brett, you're up. And this time you got how much all right so how much and i'm just gonna include this into an alice in borderland situation uh you have some sort of collar that will go off if you fail to do this um just because you can't just like peace out be like uh do it for like a little bit and then i would just stop because whatever so you you know you have to do it but like you know how much also like your life isn't really on the line but i don't want you to cop out either so how much would it cost, or would somebody have to pay you, to play Monopoly with a group of four people for 48 straight hours? So uh, uh, so we the reason for the caller is so we don't bail. Yeah, you're just like, oh, okay, well, I'm out of the game, so I'm done. It's like, no, 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 you're there for 48 straight hours. You, you can't just be like, oh, I'm bankrupt, I'm out, I'm going to go to bed now, bye-bye. Nope, you're there for 48 straight hours. Goodbye. Are there drinks? See you later. Yes. And I, I will be lenient. There is like two-minute bathroom breaks every so often. But you're there for 48 straight hours. You have to be playing Monopoly. 48 straight hours against two. I'm just curious. Four people. Is this... <laughs> maybe, is this... maybe maybe there's like a cell phone that you have to like, you know, check in with. Is this regular Monopoly or yes. can you pick? This is, this is just regular Monopoly. Okay. So you can't do like a... Alice in Borderland Monopoly. Ooh, that <laughs> would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> um, I call the uh, king of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Your guy's just naked. <laughs> or is that diamonds? That's uh, no, the king of yeah. clubs is. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I I pick him up by the head because I'm not I'm not <laughs> not comfortable with that. Um, if you remember, there was a question oh, like a year ago on this podcast where we asked. Um, like playing video game for like forty eight to seventy two hours. Yeah, my reasoning for that was, I'm free from all responsibility, so I'm leaning into that again. <laughs> I'm free for all responsibility for forty eight hours. You're not gonna have to pay me very much, especially if you're gonna feed me and give me drink, and I got breath breaks. And I also don't take like board games super seriously. I I like to just have fun with them. I, I like strategy games. I play serious, but I don't play like intense serious. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I chose Monopoly because I feel as though like everybody at this table, if it was a risk, would be like, oh, only forty eight hours. <laughs> well, the <laughs> thing, the difference between the two with Monopoly and Risk is Risk you probably played two games in forty eight hours. Monopoly you probably played like ten, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm going with it. I'm doing it. 
I'm I'm doing it for I mean I want I want some money, but I'll I'll do it for relatively cheap. You know, forty eight hours. I'll just do it for like two thousand. Just uh, I'll do it for drinks. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it for drinks. Yeah, <laughs> drinks in solitude, <laughs> away from all responsibility. As long as uh, I get the time off, that's all. Yeah. that's all good. <laughs> what would you do if we played with somebody that we used to know who would the entire time try to do stupid trades? Hey, Jeremy, I will give you, you give me this, and I will give you uh, a get-out-of-jail-free card and $700. And, as, and you know, remember, because oh, yes, remember, remember that. we were like, no, like, I'll give you this if you give me your red. And the, the, that the, would make me... It, it, he'd be like, he would be like, but that would give you a monopoly. I go, but if I sell this to you for $700, that would give you a monopoly. He goes, no, 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 no. The deal is $700 and this thing. I go, no, the deal is... You give me your red, and I will give you my yellow. But that would give you a monopoly. Like it, we were talking in circles. Yep, I remember that. That would make it co- uh, cost more for me to play because that <laughs> that was way more frustrating. And to do that for forty eight hours would drive me crazy. No tradesies. Yeah, that one would probably be somewhere in the ten thousand. <laughs> that was for forty eight hours. I'd be like coming out of there like I need. I needed to like go and be by myself for a while. Two minutes bathroom break is not enough. Because <laughs> yeah. you're in there for the whole two minutes. Like, I just don't want to go out there. <laughs> Your collar starts beeping. You have 15 minutes to get, or 15 seconds to return, or else you will explode. Hey, but it's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. How much did you say you'd take? You do it for like I do it for drinks. drinks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the cheapest. <laughs> All right, I'm up now. And I got What If. Once again, Alice in Borderland. All right. You ended up on the Queen of, uh, Queen of Spades team, and there was a little kid in the challenge. So you're on the team to begin oh. with, on the Queen of Spades. There's a little kid on the, uh, the challenger's team. What would you what would you have done? Oh. That is tough because... Like, I was curious, like, who she was going to pick, and the Queen of Spades picked, or Diamonds? Is it Diamonds? It's Spades. Spades. The Queen of Spades picked the best person Mm -hmm. that would tug at your heartstrings as the king. And, oh, oh, that that is tough, because at the same time, like, you want to live... But at the, and you're on a team that pr- basically has all the advantages, even though you start off with a lot more. And you have to hope that all of your fellow Queen of Spades people and all the people that you convert to her team, that they will also be as lenient like that. And I mean, I'll just tell you, I, I think sadly in the real world, because I, I, I was watching, the funny thing about it is I was watching a, a show on, I think it's Netflix, um, where these aliens abducted these people and they have two minutes to decide which one in the room dies. And this thing in the center of the room like zaps them and electrocutes them. And two of the contestants, one is a pregnant lady and the other one is like a nine-year-old kid. Oh, so you don't get to pick your, yourself. You You can't pick yourself. Oh, man, that sucks. You have to pick somebody else. And 
And so whoever gets the most votes from all these people in this room, that's the person that this central unit will electrocute and kill. And what happens if you abstain? You if you abstain, the trick of abstaining is you have to go underneath the radar so that nobody knows that you are not voting. Uh-huh. However, near the later rounds, if you don't vote, people will tr- will look to nix you oh. from everything. I would just abstain always and make it vocal. I'd be like, I'm out of this. Yep. Like if it's if it's that. <clears throat> If it's not people that I hate or people that I think are jerks or people like I am not choosing. I'm just not that person. I mean, maybe if I was put in the scenario, I'm a different person. I don't know. At least where I'm sitting right now, pretty in my own house. <laughs> I I'd probably abstain until I died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to see what the. Oh, it's called Circle. It's on Netflix. It's not that bad of a show. Circle is. That's not. No, there's two circle shows okay. on on Netflix. Netflix. The, this one is a horror show. Okay, so. it's a TV show too, huh? Yeah. Uh, is it worth watching? I I liked it. Um, I, I've recently got into uh, shortened movies on on YouTube because I'm like, like they don't tell you what movie it is. They just they give you like a one sentence synopsis on the whole thing, and I'll watch it. And as I've been getting into it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stop watching this. And I'm gonna go actually legitimately watch the the entire movie, and mm-hmm. that's how I saw that because I'm like, I, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. All right, Criddle. Oh man, you're up next. No, no, no we haven't. We d- haven't decided. We haven't oh, decided. Oh, that's right. I thought we did. Oh, you know what? I think I would hope to be tagged by the kids' team. Mm-hmm. Just walk. Exactly. I'd be like, I'd just turn to my fellow teammates because I've been with them before and be like, hey, uh, let's like, just turn on the queen. Like, we, we can't kill the kid. I mean, the hardest part about getting everybody and how she got such a big pull is you're on my team. You you don't have to fight the king of clubs. Yeah, that's true. Which that is, sadly, that's a good pull. It is a good pull. But then you're living forever and remembering you. You killed the kid, and then you're going to have to kill more people. Exactly. Uh-huh. So what do you think? Um, I, I would try and convert people. You'd convert people to your team? Yeah. The Queen of uh, Spades team? No. Because um, you're on the Queen of Spades yeah. team to start. Would you be a secret agent the entire time? Yeah, I'd would, be a double agent. Would you, like, never, like, until the very end, would you, like, never, like, you'd always be on the Queen's team, but you'd be just like, hey, like... Mm-hmm. Th- this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny, like the whole the whole game. You're just running around, not getting touched by anybody, and also not touching anybody, and just like pretending you're playing. And then you shake it out, and like the very last last one, you're like, okay, touch me. Like, do you see where the scale tips? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I guess they can't kill you, so you could openly like say everybody, the Queen of Spades, like, hey. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to turn against her regardless. I'm not killing this kid. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, and then she's got to like stop you from doing what you're doing. Because I, th- I thought at the very beginning it was so obvious. I'm like, this will be easy for the challengers. But then she like defends the guy from being touched, which I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
All right, now you're up, Criddle. All right. And you got... Could you fight it? Going with Alice in Borderland here. All right. All right. Could you fight the King of Spades? (laughs) No, I knew this question was going to (laughs) come up at some point today. See, I think... Here's what I would do. I would do the dodgeball rules. Duck, dodge, dive, dip, and dodge. <laughs> like I would, like I would never be out in the open. Like no. I, I'm sitting there thinking, why aren't you going down to the subway? And I understand why they're not going down to the subway because it's a set and there is nothing that leads yeah. actually down the subway. But I would be under this. I would be in the subway. The the thing that always like fascinated me, and again, it's it's a movie, and I, I get it, but it's just like. He has to miss somebody. Like yeah. some people have to be like below the radar under a car, but he knows where everybody is. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't like that, but I would like go down in the subway. I, I saw sewer covers. I'm like, you know, pop open the sewer yeah. and just you know, join the Ninja Turtles or something like that. <laughs> I was thinking I'd bottleneck him. Like that was my first thought, especially at the very, I mean, spoiler, um, near the very end. Of that whole story, they all had weapons. Yeah. Of some, well, not all of them. My favorite thing is when they line up and they're all doing. They're like, "I got this gun." And, like, and then the one girl that wears the the bikini most of the time, she goes like this with her fish. She like pumps them up like I'm ready to fight. I'm like, that's so dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, for the most part, they have weapons, and I would just go down and bring them into an alley, kind of like where they are. But I would already be. I mean, they were kind of already prepared in a sense, but I'm like, I felel like they could have just done that a lot better and bottlenecked him and like you can't get us all, and we're just gonna well, not only that, but like when he got to that point, he had no i I don't know if there was any like Kevlar like mask that he was wearing, but he had taken the mask off I know when he kept disrobing, I was like, why are like, you doing this? just headshot like yeah and and once again, in case you haven't watched Allison Borderland. This game is just this guy is playing Call of Duty, essentially. He's just got infinite ammo, and he's just shooting everybody. And everybody's trying to run away from him, and yeah, that's all it is. It's a pretty basic game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think me, by myself, definitely could have. Obviously, seeing his fighting skills, and yeah, I don't think I could have taken him. I think it'd be f- I think I'd go Kevin McAllister on him and, you know, just <laughs> yeah, there make a go. bunch of traps. There you go. Yeah, just a whole bunch of leaves <laughs> out in the middle of the road. Like, oh, come and give me falls into a hole. <laughs> like, ah! But it's true. That'd probably be the best, the better way to take him down. Well, I mean, the best way person who had the best strategy was the guy that we first met in the game of tag that came back. Mm-hmm. And because they were both soldiers, and he knew he was a soldier, and so the best way to take him down is to basically kind of like you said, bottleneck him or whatever, and just mm-hmm. kind of get him trapped. But you know, you'd have to lure him that way. Yep, it's a it's just a cat and mouse chase. Mm-hmm. The question: Did they know each other, or is he projecting his apology he, onto? He, it? He's projecting the apology because, uh, and like I said. I've watched like 17 different like YouTube videos uh-huh. on Alice in Borderland. Because <laughs> I was like, that doesn't look like, was his name Nyag? Uh, yeah. I don't know his name. So, Nyagu. I mean, what happened was uh, in real life, the King of Spades was in a war situation. It wasn't his commanding officer was, I think, mortally hit 
and he was just like, I need, just release me. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. And he's just like, I forgive you or whatever. And so he was basically in that situation, reliving that and then flipping it so that like now he is going oh, to be released. Okay. That makes perfect sense. You know what's funny? What? In that kind of situation, if it was a war and somebody said, release me and like, you know, get kill me and just, you know, because I'm going to die anyway. That would be harder to do than in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's bit by a zombie. I'd be like, sorry. <laughs> but in a real war zone, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on where you get bit by a zombie. I mean, if yeah. you're the arm, cut the Yeah, arm. there you go. You're fine. You pull. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to have to give you uh, this five comic series. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think after reading that, you might change your mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right. Now we're bringing out the channel surfing. Uh, nostalgic time for anybody who grew up in the 90s or pre-streaming services where you had to flip through the channels, decide what you wanted to watch, and you didn't always know what was on the next channel. So you had to decide what, if it was worth staying on what you're watching currently or going to a different channel. So we are going to randomly choose... Um, up to 12 shows of, you know, what of different channels. And if we get to the end, if somebody chooses to keep flipping, the last channel will be the weather channel, the boring one from, not the more entertaining one, not that I watch it, but, you know, it was boring. No, like, uh, what was it? I want to say, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, the weather channel got, like, really wild because it was just like, you know, people would go to bad weather storms and then they would yes. like strap themselves to like you know telephone poles and just like I'm here. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's <laughs> yeah. more entertaining. This one's just more of like just spouting out numbers. Yeah, with elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> so the least you can have channels we can go is three. The most is a twelve. Okay. So I am gonna spin my D twelve here. Spin roll. You know, and I say I I I'm gonna say this out loud. We've done this game for a while. We've never gotten a three. So now just knowing that and just saying that, just know <laughs> it's going to be a three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So turn on the TV. The first show that pops up, and this is like a spelling bee. You can ask for a, um, you can ask for genre and uh, synopsis. a synopsis, but it's going to be like the synopsis that you, um, you get from like a TV guide where it isn't, you know, it doesn't give you all everything. All right, so the first show is called Pirates of Silicon Valley. What year was it made? 1999. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next. All right, next channel is Avalon High. What's the synopsis? Synopsis here is Disney Channel's production of Julie Sherman Wolf's screenplay adaption of the popular novel Avalon High by Meg Cabot. Next. <laughs> are these all movies or are these TV shows? These are movies. Oh, okay. Vince and I heard Disney Channel adaptation. <laughs> I, I actually was going to say next. Next. Okay. <laughs> next channel. Channel three, I'm going to call oh, it. no. Open season. Ooh. A cartoon? This is a cartoon. This yep. is that... Uh, Oh, what's his face? Aston Kutcher one, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Mm. I think the weather channel would be more interesting than this one. So next. I'm I'm tapping the paper believe and going with the next station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, channel four. If I stay. 
Synopsis. Synopsis is Mia Hall, a talented young cellist, thought the most difficult decision she would ever have to make would be whether to pursue her musical dreams at a prestigious at prestigious Juilliard or follow her heart. Dot dot dot. Okay. Weather channel more interesting than this. Next. <laughs> next. Okay, next channel. Channel. What channel are we on? This is five. This is five. Hackers. Yes. Yes. Yep. This is the Angelina Jolie, right? Yes. One. Yep. Yes. Yep. I'm watching I love this hackers. one. Yep. I'll, uh, I'll watch it twice. I was yes. thinking about the show just the other day. <laughs> and for anybody who watches um, Elementary, mm-hmm. I don't know what channel <laughs> that's on. That's the main guy on Hackers. Oh, really? Yeah. I found that very interesting. Abbott Elementary? Or? No, no, just elementary. Oh, elementary. Like the, oh, okay. Okay. The oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You had two more channels, just so you know. Oh. You had Resident Ooh. Evil. Uh, yep. I won. Yep. And this movie called My Blueberry Nights. Yep. Well, we won. We won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me, Hackers was the best. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, what is, do you have the IMDb scores or something like yep. that? So Hackers is 6.3. So what, what well, is the, what was the was next the highest? One? Yeah. Highest on this was the first one, Pirates of Silicon Valley. Yeah, I, 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 no, no regrets. <laughs> All right, let's roll the dice of this magical TV. I have my number. <clears throat> All right, so turn on the TV. Doom. It gets that nice, you know, <laughs> yeah, slowly <laughs> turning on sound, and. You're watching Barbie Fairytopia, Mermaidia. <laughs> Let's see. Nope, I'm not watching my niece Isla next. <laughs> next. It's funny that you say that. There's a Barbie show she watches where the mermaid's name is Isla. <laughs> okay. Uh, next on channel two is Luxo Jr. Next. I don't even want to know the synopsis. Yeah. Let's let's go next. Him. Um. I'm going with the title that's underneath this. So, because I think on the movie, it's, I don't know. It says an officer and a spy. Hmm. I think I don't need to know the synopsis because I think it's just right there <laughs> in, the, in the title. <laughs> what, what year did it come out? 2019. Oh. Not having heard of it and it came out in 2019, either this is like one of the streaming services, like original content, or because you said I, I'm, I'd ha- I'm not sure if this is the title, it sounds possibly like it's a foreign one, which I, I'm more into foreign because of Alice and Borderline and some stuff like that, but not uh, all the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. You're next, yep. Brett? Uh huh. Good call, Brett. It is foreign. I think it's called Jacuz. 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 Okay, and next one, I, I'm. I know, I'm pretty sure you know what this is. The Meaning of Life. Oh. That is that, um, I believe, I want to say, this is like that 1998, like, Best Picture Award or nominee with the two, pe- the, the Italian people. I, I think it's Italian. Do you want me to read you a synopsis? Yeah, sure. Life's questions are answered in a series of outrageous... I don't know what this word is. Vignettes? Oh, vignettes? Yeah, sure. Beginning with a staid London insurance company, which transforms before our eyes into a pirate ship. 
Then there are national health national health doctors who try to claim a health healthy liver from a still living donor. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I I my brain turned this into the life is beautiful. No, I I this is Monty Python. I'll watch this. Monty Python. I want to go next. Okay. So it is Monty Python. Um, and the next one is The Informer. What's the year? 2019. Let's see. This uh, is Channel 5, just so you know. Um, I'll go next. You're watching the Weather Channel. Yes. So my Python is the highest rating. All right, seven point three. And yeah, the Informer looks interesting. I don't recognize anybody from that movie. Is familiar? What's the synopsis to the Informer? Oh, Clive Owens in it. <clears throat> he was way down the list on this. Uh, in New York, former convict convict Pete Kozlow, related to the Polish mafia, must deal with both. Klemek, the general, his ruthless boss, and the twisted ambitions of two federal agents as he tries to survive and protect the lives of his loved ones. Hmm. It is a thriller. Okay. okay. It's a crime drama thriller. Interesting. Uh, all right. So, last round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Turn on the TV. First show. It's called Thesis. Um, let's see. I'm going to make a hypothesis. This show sucks. Next. <laughs> uh, next. Okay, next show. The Wages of Fear. Let's on see. Channel 2. Let's see. What's the year? 1953. Hmm. Synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> In South America jungle, supplies of nitroglycerin are needed at a remote oil field. The oil company pays four men pays four men to deliver the supplies in two trucks. A tense rival- rivalry develops between the two sets of drivers on the rough remote roads where the slightest jolt can result in death. You know what? I've been on a, a horror movie kick and also like a black and white movie k- kick. I'm watching. <laughs> I'll go next. Okay, next one on channel three, Idle Hands. Ooh. You know, whenever I think of that, it reminds me, whenever I hear that title, it just reminds me, because it was, I believe, the music for the trailer, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Oh, is that the music? Yeah. Uh, I think I know everybody from this movie, yeah. except for one of the girls in the picture. Yeah. I'll go with this. Did you ever watch Idle Hands? I think so, yeah. Jessica Alba, yeah. Devin Sawa. Isn't it has Seth Green in it? Yep, Seth Green yeah, in it. I was thinking Seth Green was in it, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I'm trying to remember where I know that. That Oh, that oh, I think that one guy, the bigger guy. Mm-hmm. I think he is Daredevil's like buddy and oh yeah yeah the lawyer he, buddy yeah he is yeah okay and you would have had one more channel and it would have been the King of Staten Island so oh I'm so glad I dodged that bullet <laughs> oh I I hate that guy <laughs> I do all right well this this round the highest rating went to the Wages of Fear by a lot it was eight 
All right. So Brett Whoa. wins as far as ratings go by a landslide. I'm going to have to check this Oscar Wages of Fear <laughs> out because I, I might have to actually watch this. Wages of Fear. I wonder. Okay. Who's in this? It's people I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people I don't know. So, okay. Interesting. All right. Who this? All right. So I had this ready for last week. So this is going to be our post-Christmas Christmas who dis. Now, like I said earlier, I have been in a horror movie kick, and I've found the reverse of Hallmark movies, which is Christmas horror movies. And I basically watched most every single one of these that I am about to present to you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a title. I'm going to tell you the year that it came out. Obviously, it's a horror movie. Some of them might be horror comedies. But then I'm going to read you three synopsises. And you need to figure out which synopsis goes with the correct title. So the first title is Christmas, Bloody Christmas, which came out in 2022. It is a horror movie. So here's synopsis one. During an outbreak of violent Christmas season murders in an area targeting young women, a journalist searching for a female friend gone missing ends up in a rundown, a rundown Christmas village owned by an eccentric photographer. Okay, synopsis two. A local toy store's robotic Santa Claus goes haywire and begins a rampant killing spree through a small town. Synopsis three. A woman invites three guests to stay at her rural mansion over the Christmas weekend. She reveals to them that she is that she suspects whoever killed her husband must be among one must be one of them. Soon they too begin being murdered one by one. So which synopsis do you think belongs to Christmas Bloody Christmas? I think it's the first one. I think it's the first one too. And it is wrong. Oh. This correct synopsis is a local toy store's robotic Santa goes on a... <laughs> that was my last pick. <laughs> <laughs> so these these are all, I should say, bad movies? I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. This one. Oh, this one is like actually my favorite one out of all of them that I watched. Oh, never mind. It is really hard to figure out which one. Okay, this one is actually my favorite one. It is called A Christmas Horror Story. It is a 2015 horror comedy. So, synopsis A. In this devilish horror anthology, there's plenty to fear from boring office parties and last-minute shopping to vengeful stalkers and immortal demons. There's plenty out there to fear this holiday season. Okay, synopsis B. Robert Weston has, or was, sorry, Robert Weston has reason to believe he might be a werewolf, but when he goes to the Shapeshifters Anonymous support group, he learns that there's something far more sinister than his curse to worry about. And synopsis C, not even Santa Claus is safe from the evil that descends on Bailey Downs, a small town that is suddenly plagued with malevolent spirits, zombie elves, and Krampus. What was the name of the movie again? A Christmas Horror Story. I think I know what I'm going with. I think I'm going with The Werewolf, number two. I'm going with number three. Okay, number three is correct. All right, I'm oh. on the board. 
That number three also co-stars uh, William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> and did you enjoy this? Oh, th- I think this is my favorite one. <laughs> However, it's like this other one, the last one, possibly is like the best thriller horror, possibly. So this one is called Better Watch Out. It is a 2017 horror movie. So, synopsis A. A man obsessed with Santa Claus snaps and goes on a yuletide killing spree. Synopsis B. Babysitter Ashley must defend her young charges when intruders break into the house one snowy night, or so she thinks. Synopsis C. Anna and her friend fight slash and sing their way to survival to face the undead. <laughs> I hope it's not number three. I'm going to go with number one. That number three. Is that a real, like, are all these really movies? These are all authentic synopsises oh for horror Christmas gosh. movies. At the end of this, I want to know if you've ever seen number three. I'll go with number two. Okay, we end with a tie because it is number two. And no, I've not seen, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> not seen number three. Oh, there's no way. Like the, I, I, I was intrigued by the synopsis for number three until I got to the sing. I'm like, I'm no, like I'm, I'm not into people trying to sing their way out of like <laughs> a zombie, a possibly apocalypse or something like that. Who lulls so. them to sleep somehow? Exactly. Fisty cups. Oh, All so. right, so. With this draft this week, we are going to be drafting, you guessed it, if you haven't thought already, we're not going to leave you alone with Alice in Borderland anymore. I mean, we're not going to just leave you hanging. We're going to do more. It's just nonsense. Because uh, if you haven't told, we really enjoyed season two. Uh, so we're going to be drafting our favorite Alice in Borderland um, game. And we'll describe them for you, for those that haven't listened. But essentially, or watch this show, we're going to be picking two face card games and two regular, like, number cards. Is there a name or a term for non-face cards? I was just, just Non-face cards. Non-face okay. cards. Yeah. And uh, really quickly, just for your uh, <clears throat> better understandings, I'm going to give a quick uh, rundown because each suit has a kind of, like, experience or meaning. So spades are physical games, games of physical endurance, strength, and agility. Diamonds are intelligent games, so games of intelligence, strategies, and wits. Hearts are psych- psychology games, games of psychology, trust, and betrayal. I, never, I guess I didn't realize that they're not all betrayal. No. Uh, especially the last one, obviously, was not betrayal. No. Clubs is a balance, games that balance all three concepts with an element of teamwork. So that is... When you're walking, when you find out which game you're going into, because if I mean, I need to rewatch the first season. They they don't tell you, they don't advertise beforehand, right? No, you don't find out until you, you just walk in. you go walk in and they're just like, this is a seven of hearts game. Yep. All right, and Brett's up first. So, okay, you. It, it must be obvious. I'm going with King of Clubs. I knew you were going to take that. <laughs> All right. So give us a rundown. Again. So King of Clubs is there's two teams. There are it basically capture the flag, and but you can also challenge instead of taking people's flags. What you can is you can challenge them to a combat. If you you each have a certain amount of points on your bracelet and. 
it, and if you touch somebody, you are in a fight, and whoever has the most points steals 500 points for themselves, and also it gets 500 points for their team. If you you touch somebody's flag, you get 10,000 points, and the other team loses 10,000 points. However, if somebody is touching the flag and then touches you, the person touching the flag actually has infinity points, and if they touch you, you lose 10,000 points. If you b- fall below zero, you are immediately eliminated from the game, which means you are no longer alive. <laughs> that was a good game. And then you can like take a teammate, hold each other's hands, you double it, you, you know, you combine both of your points. So if you don't think you're going to win, you can touch somebody in a challenge and you both will, you know, increases your odds. So it, that is my favorite game of the second season. I thoroughly love it. I've watched the second season probably about three, maybe four times, and I've watched the King of Spades game probably about nine times. Oh, the, king, wow. the king has to be nude. <laughs> yeah. That, just, <laughs> he doesn't believe in clothing. Clothing's like a construct of man or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's on to me now. Um, I'm going straight for my favorite game. I'm not going to dilly-dally with strategy on this draft. Uh, my favorite game is... Oh, man. I have it written down somewhere. I'm just trying to find it. Um, it is a five of spades tag. Yeah. That is a good game. Uh, so this oh, game... Brutal. They play in like... um. <laughs> It's like a motel, right? Or like a ho- like an outdoor-facing hotel, right? Yeah, I would probably... The best way I could would describe it as a five-story motel. That would probably be like a five-story motel. The best way to... like At least in America version, I would probably say probably located around like Disneyland or way back in like the 80s and 90, early 90s, probably in a casino hotel yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah, because all everything's facing outside. Like the doors are facing outside. And so, and it's shaped like an L. Yeah, that's right, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And, and so one person is it, and they're dressed as, they have like a horse face. There's two of them actually, aren't you? <laughs> there, find there's, out there's two, there, right? Yeah, there's two. And... Um, and they have a gun essentially and tag you're it by killing the person and is eliminating. And so you're trying just, is there a time limit on the game? Is that what it is? There, there is, I believe a, th- there's, you have two hours to find the home base and basically undetonate these two bombs in a room Oh, that's right. I forgot somewhere. about bombs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that you're just trying to survive and going from floor to floor trying to keep away from these horse men and the good thing is they have bad vision because they're looking at these horse masks but uh yeah that was a that was one of my favorite games all right riddle well i'm gonna we only got glimpses of this game but i i was intrigued to see a little more and that's the queen of clubs remind me of that one the dodgeball game the dodgeball game players must play dodgeball against other teams and two citizens I I I know that it, I mean it was just a bunch of glowing balls that were throwing being thrown in a l- rather large room in the show and I I kind of wanted to see a little bit more. Yeah. I just want to know where those balls came from cuz they're <laughs> balancing on these little beams yeah. kind of thing. It's like, well, how do you get more cuz 
You're not catching them. Maybe they're like in a net above and they just yeah. drop them or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it looked interesting and I wanted to see more of it. It was like glow-in-the-dark dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, the funny thing about it is, is had it not been like neon or glow-in-the-dark, I don't think it would have been that cool. But no. because they added the neon <laughs> glow-in-the-dark element, I was like, that looks cool. <laughs> Um, it'd been really cool if they would have done it in a place that was like filled with trampolines. Yeah. But I understand they want the, uh, the possibility of falling. All right. You're on the wheel, Criddle. Okay. We're just, are we just doing ones from the show or it doesn't You matter. can do it for me. Okay. Either. Um, this one sounded just interesting and I, I, I wonder why they didn't go with it, but I'm going to go with the nine of hearts. Okay. Players must survive, um, each an alien invasion. Don't know, I mean, a whole lot about it, but that sounds interesting and cool. Yeah. You know, it's going to be probably similar to uh, the tag game. Somebody's going to be wearing an alien head, and they're going to basically have, like, some sort of, like, laser, like, melt skin, like, ray or something like that. Hopefully not a probe. (laughs) (laughs) He wished you were dead. (laughs) He wished you were dead. (laughs) The first player to be, the last player to be probed wins. (laughs) So you're saying we're all getting probed regardless. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm back on the clock here. I got a spade already. So I need something else. Um, I'm going to go with this. I want to go with the clubs next. And you know what? Like I, I, I think I like distance the most uh-huh. first the the four of clubs uh where they're in the like in a bus right at the beginning yeah it was either that or dead or alive but dead or alive i didn't really i need to watch it again to appreciate that one more that was a hard like i was looking back at three like dead or alive the fir- very first game they play is a three of clubs and the number if once again the number, the higher the number, the more difficult the game is supposed to be. Yes. That was a really hard game. It was because it, it forced you to, like, the main character, you, you know, he had to, he was the one that was aware enough to look at the exterior of the building. And then he, because he plays games, he was able to kind of, like, figure out what the floor plan looked mm-hmm. like. Yeah. No, that was like a 10 of clubs, if you ask me. Yeah. If not harder. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm going with the four of clubs. My clubs are gone. I'm doing distance where they're in a bus and they have they have bombs tra- strapped to them, right? Yeah. And they have to get to outside of the tunnel by a certain time or else poof, mm-hmm. they blow up. Doesn't the tunnel fill up with water also? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that was a great game. I think I could do that one. I could live that one. It's just whether or not I go back for the person, which I felt that was kind of dumb that they... They left him behind in the first place if you're going to go save him. Yeah. But anyway, you're on the clock, Brett. All right. So I'm just going to go. My second favorite game, which I've watched also nine times, Jack of Hearts. I like the I color game. That one. I, I think that the color game, I think, unless, again, at least the way that the show portrays it, the person who is actually the Jack of Hearts is super confident in himself. And I... I think I would try to avoid that, but then I guess at the same time, people are like, why are you super confident with yourself? But like I said, with the strategy of like, what would you do? I would. Mm-hmm. What, I, what, what would you do? 
I would either do that or I would also pick the guy that was being bullied by that one guy. And I'd be like, hey, like, you know, I think you should do this. I think you should off him. I'll be your teammate. Like, you and me are fine. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to be treated like this. And I, I think I would partner with the guy that was being bullied because what else? He has nothing else going for him. That's true. No. Nah. Oh, never mind. All right, go on. So that'd be my game. And then, oh, I was really going for the alien invasion too. So <laughs> now I need to like rethink certain things. I think, let's see, players must find a number in each room with a matchstick and then get a bingo. That's a tough game because I'm in- intrigued by this 10 of clubs game because like what else are they doing? Are, are, are they easily trying to find a matchstick to get a bingo? And is there like a guy with a gun? Because again, y- yeah. y- you have to think about the tag game. Mm-hmm. Like, and also the king of spades. Like, it's not going to be that easy. There's going to be an element of difficultiness to that. So I think that's hard. Actually, I take that back. Okay, I'm going to go with six of spades. Players must compete to kill the beasts. Uh, yeah, I saw that one. They didn't show that one, right? The no, they did the not. It's book. probably in the comic books, yeah. Is that you said six of spades? Six of spades, yeah. Yeah, right. All right, so that's your first one. You got the wheel. No, I, I, oh. I got both of oh, them. Oh, that's right. You did Jack of Hearts, which I was mad at. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I regret not picking uh, a face card already because you guys, let's see, Criddle, you have Queen. And you have a nine, so you have one of each. And you're also just needing a, you have a club and a heart, so you need a spade and a diamond. Brett, you have uh, a club, king of clubs, so you have a kings. You have, did I mention this at the beginning that we're doing uh, one of each suit? <laughs> no, you did not, because okay. I've just pi- I've picked two spades. Okay. No. Okay, that's fine. We're just We're doing just two face cards and two. I meant to say that, but that also probably makes it way more confusing as well. <laughs> so two faces and two number cards. And so you guys are both, well, Criddles has one of each left. I have only face cards and Brett has only number cards left to do. Yep. Only one number card left to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I should have picked Jack of Hearts before you got him because I don't like some of the ones I'm left over with with um, face I'm, cards. I mean... Think about this, and I'm not trying to talk you into it or talk you out of it, but like I, I don't know about you, but the Queen of Hearts, all you have to do is play three games mm-hmm. of croquet. And endure it. And endure it. And like for me, having lived that far along. Oh, yes. I'm enduring it. Not only am I enduring it, like whatever food she provides me, I'm not eating. Yeah. Now, granted, I think, and I've watched, a, again, multiple, multiple YouTube videos, I have no idea if they're like pumping in some sort of like psychedelic drugs mm-hmm. or something like that. But whatever food she's get offering me, I'm not touching it. Whatever drink she's offering me, I'm not touching it. I'm just like, no, we're playing these games. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm not going to pick the Mahjong one because I would be horrible at Mahjong because I <laughs> definitely have tried to play it as a kid on our Windows like, oh, yeah. 97, 98, whatever. 
Minesweeper and <laughs> yeah. Mahjong. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to play Mahjong at all. Like, I tried to play it, and I was like, this is a joke. I don't get what's going on. Would you play Minesweeper? <laughs> I still play Minesweeper sometimes. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, because I learned how to play it. <laughs> I, one, one day, like in middle school, my teacher was playing. I was like, do you actually know how to play this game? He goes, yeah. He's like, you don't? I'm like, no. And so he told me how to play it. I was like, oh, I had no idea it was a strategy game. Yeah. I saw that there's a, a cube minesweeper game. I'm like, that intrigues me. What do you mean a cube? It's a cube. So like, like a physical cube you can hold? So think no, it's it's on the computer game. So you have to like manipulate it and like turn like the oh, angles okay. or whatever. But it's a cube and as you are like doing certain things, it just kinda like the cube mm -hmm. just kind of breaks open. Huh. Interesting. That would that would be interesting. Um let's see, some of these uh, King of Clubs. Remind me of that somebody has somebody taken that one. Uh, you took nope. that one. King of Clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first pick. Okay. Yeah. Just by the descri short descriptions here, I was like, more points. Um, I think I'm doing freeze tag, Queen of Spades. That'd be good. Yeah. That one. That one's a fun game, and you know, hopefully, there's no kids involved. <laughs> Exactly. I love how there's no kids in the whole show until there is. Like, there's that one uh -huh. kid. So, yep. All right, Criddle, your you your last two picks. Okay, so I need a face card and a number card. Correct. Okay. Um, I I believe it or not, I'm gonna go with the Queen of uh, Hearts and play some croquet. All right. <laughs> I, I I do I don't mind playing croquet. I enjoy it. And I would definitely not eat anything or drink anything. Like during that show, I was like, just play. Just yeah. Well, the thing is, is, you have to wait. If she refuses to play, that's. I know, but your life's not in danger. Yeah. I mean, and there's no, if there's no time limit, okay. I'd just be playing like, a game off in the corner, like, I'm waiting for you. Yep, when you're ready. <laughs> I'd practice, like, if there was a spare ball, just trying to bounce them. Because I think we've done that in the past. Oh, yeah. Camper. Yep. <laughs> well, so, yeah. The funny thing about the game of croquet, at least in that show, is just like, we, I don't know we, how to we, play we, there. We, we've played croquet, but I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. Why do you have multi, more than well, one yeah, croquet ball. ball? I I don't understand. I like the little clips they had on over the rings, like so yeah. you know, I guess that you've been through that. I'm like, but it should be pretty yeah obvious. Mm -hmm. And I like the the croquet that we used to play at our old house because there, there was uh, a hill because there was a hill, and I like I've never since we've moved. I've thought less of croquet because there's it, it's it's easier. Yeah, we always put the middle ring on the hill on a slope, and yeah. then the next ring or after the middle ring, you have to go up on a hill, and then you have to go down to the next one. Like, yeah. yeah and if you made it going up like through the the middle ring and then continued on or down the middle ring and continue on like perfectly, that was nice. That's a good one. I'll tell you, as an aside thing, if I ever like won like the lottery and like you know had hundreds of millions of dollars, first thing I would do is I'd knock on the people that have our old house and I would be like, "What will it take for you to sell this house to me?" <laughs> but we were gonna sell it anyway. <laughs> All right, Cradle, what do you got next? What? Oh man! So this is your number card. I know. Um, did Did anybody pick the? Was it six of spades? Players must cooperate no. and kill. Yeah, I oh, you did? I did. That you was did? the okay. last one that I did. Yes, he did. Oh, I wrote man. it down. I was looking. I was like, I don't remember. Um. Okay. Well, has anybody picked the seven of spades? 
Probably not. No. Where is I was that? thinking about the seven yeah. of spades on the way back. Players must escape the venue while avoiding boiling water. Oh, I, which one is the one that the girl got her leg cut off in? The stadium. I'm just curious. Didn't the stadium explode? Yeah, but or? I'm just curious what, because I don't know if it ever. This Can... game takes place in a massive baseball stadium and yeah, that... was one of the most brutal, sadistic games to be cleared. That that was the that was the one that she lost her leg. The, the, so that was seven of spades. Yeah, that was okay. seven of spades. I mean, for me, and maybe it was just because we'd been watching the show and we'd almost been to the throughout the whole series by that point in time when we watched it. It's just like when it, they said go, it's I just was like, like yes, run, run. <laughs> so you're going with seven of spades? Yeah, I'm gonna go with seven of spades. All right. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I was like. If I heard that rumbling, especially, I'd be booking it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a, a face card left here. I'm going to go through them because Brett can't pick a face card anymore. Nope, I cannot. So you've already picked... Um, I don't know King of Hearts. Obviously, they didn't do it in the show the, the show because it's players must escape from the venue from an unknown beast, which that sounds scary. As especially well, no, they showed it in the show. They did? Yeah. It was, there was like that, that narrow corridor... And there was growling and oh, stuff like right. that. Oh, that's right. He briefly showed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Queen of Hearts, Criddle took. Jack of Hearts, Brett took. Yep. Uh, King of Diamonds. That one, I don't like that game. I don't like that game where they're picking a number and then a vat of acid. That's probably the worst way to die on this whole I know. I, part of me wanted to, but I'm like, I can't Google this because, like, who knows, like, how I'm going to be flagged. But I was just like, <laughs> I was thinking about Googling, like, the painful of ca- dying from. How long will it take you to die from a, 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 having a <laughs> acid poured on you? But I'm like, I, I'm going to be, I'm probably already the, on. The so, NSA is like. Well, <laughs> I think I'm already on so many, like, lists because I go to my Facebook feed or news feed and I do the, like, if I feel as though it's a trolling uh, headline, I do the laughy face emoji. And people are probably like, oh, my word, who would put a laughy face emoji for it? But I just do that because I'm like, I'm not reading this. Like, ha, ha, ha. You think I'm going to be reading this article? No. And so I'm probably on, like, some FBI list because I do laughy face emojis to (laughs) headlines I think are just trying to get you to click on them. It's already too late. Your phone hears you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, if my phone hears me, then they know that that my my rationale for it. So, okay. (laughs) All right, was Jack of Spades ever done in the in the show? Jack of Spades. Um, players must survive against citizens in an arena. No, they they did not. That sounds like a battle royale. That does sound like a battle royale. All right, uh, King of Clubs. Players must. That's the one you've already picked, Brett. The first uh-huh. one you picked. Queen of Clubs. Dodgeball. Krill, you picked that one. Jack of Clubs. Players must scale ropes. I'm not picking scaling ropes. See, here's the funny thing: is is <laughs> if you switched out ropes for snakes <laughs> no if you were switching out for um fireman poles and climbing up oh, that yes. i would take that in a second oh yes like what was it we had a, a fireman pole at our playhouse when we were growing up and my old elementary school that was part of the playground there was two fire ropes and there was a bell at the very top and we like you just ropes go to or a, poles poles sorry okay and you just go to a kid and just like tap him on the shoulder. I bet you I, I race, race to the top. And that was like my favorite playground equipment ever because I could beat everybody. 
I'm going to go with, um, just because it sounds more, more entertaining, Jack of Spades, players must survive against citizens in an arena. Obviously, it's a physical thing. I'm going to just see if there's rules. Players must defend themselves against a group of citizens by whatever means necessary. It's game over if the player dies or is incapacitated, the latter resulting in being lasered. And if it is game clear if the players remain standing before the time limit. So it is a time. So it sounds like it's a, um, you know, obviously Jake is, Jack of Spades has his own team. And you, you're the challengers probably have a team. And it's just a battle royale. In the dojo center is wide space with wooden floors. There's only one ceiling light that illuminates the center. Oh, wow. It's super creepy, too. Center of the dojo. Weapons such as pipes, machetes, and knives are present. <laughs> it's a very core game. Strike first. <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> I'm picking Jack of Spades because that would be interesting. All right. And now ending with Brett's final pick, the number pick. All right, I'm trying to... So I'm thinking I'm going to go with the Two of Spades, but I'm going to read what it is. So the Two of Spades we never saw is a game exclusive to... Oh, it's to the Netflix. Oh, thing. yeah, they, they showed it briefly, didn't they? Okay. Where they're holding onto the bottom of the elevator as it goes up. That would oh. be a fun game. Obviously, me, with a fear of heights, I would be having a hard, very hard time. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd be able to do that. I wonder how many floors there are, does it say? I think, uh, no. There's one that, actually, I take that back. Uh, let's see. You take the back that you take the back? Yes. I, I, I'm not going to do. Uh, if it's a difficulty two. Yeah, it says it's briefly mentioned in the mo- episode five as a montage. Uh, <laughs> difficulty two should be two floors? No, that's way too easy. Ten floors at least, I would say. Oh man, can you imagine it being one of those elevators that's like an express elevator that like takes you to floor 500 and uh, 500 but like floor 50 really fast? Oh my gosh. Oh man. That would be ugh, that just creeps me out if that was the concept. I'd rather it be one of those slow moving elevators that goes to the 10 floors than one of those that just pew, takes off. Now, was there any information about the Joker card? No. no. I, I well, yes and no because according to the multiple multiple YouTube videos I watched about the Joker card, the Joker actually was a character that appeared in the comic, but was a wild card, and you really don't know much about him. So the the thing is, is if they decide to use him in the series, they are going on all original content because the Joker is actually. I don't know. I, it's it's hard to explain. I, I would okay. have to s- send you a couple of the YouTube videos <laughs> that I watched. I, I hope they come back with a season three. Yeah. Even if it takes a couple of years, it's fine. That's fine, yeah. I'll, I can wait. I mean, we waited two years for this season. All right. I'm going to go with the, the three of spades, which is players must avoid the mascot to find the exit. That would be a fun game. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sounds like tag. Yeah. Hide and seek and slash tag. Oh, yeah. No, notice how nobody picked um, Hide and Seek. Oh, th- there's no way because I, I know the outcome of that game. The wolf. is There's only one winner. Yeah. The Wolf. Yeah, that was brutal. That was a brutal game. Yep. All right. I don't feel like I need to recap this. Anybody want me to recap it? No, I'm All good. Right. Nope. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, now it's time for one recommendation. All right. Anything for us? So my one recommendation, I mean, I will tell you, I, I if you really want a good laugh with a nice twist ending, though, and some horror movies in it, uh, an a, a, a horror, an American horror, uh, or an American Christmas horror story, is what you should be watching. I. It's one of those, like, I don't understand what's going on. So it's five different stories that swap with amongst each other throughout the entire thing. It's not like an easy swap. It's just like you're watching this thing, and then it swaps over here. And then you so you're watching this story, and it swaps over here. And then it swaps back to William Shatner, and then it swaps over <laughs> here. And so it's one of those, like, weird stories that is good. And it has an amazing twist ending. Where when it ends, it's just like, holy cow, that's messed up. <laughs> so I would I would recommend that. And I would also recommend, like, if you ever want to watch a movie and not watch the whole thing, watch, like, go to the YouTube channel, Movie Recap, and they basically, actually, no, I've actually been, I, I take that back. I've been on a kick on the YouTube channel, um, How to Survive Blank Movie. And the, the the guy basically goes through all the scenarios on like what they did wrong, what would have happened, who would have survived had they done made different decisions or whatever. And uh, mo the most recent one was the um, uh, the zombie heist in on the Netflix show, and it was so funny just to watch him break down. <laughs> It'd be fun to watch some old ones like Scream. Yeah. I'm trying to think about my recommendations because I swear during the week or during whatever, I'm just so bad at writing things down. I'm like, oh, I'm going to recommend this. And then I get to today and I'm like, oh, I don't remember what I'm recommending. Um, I don't think I've, I've actually come out and said it. This is kind of a cop out of me. I've had it written down for a while because I've definitely mentioned it um, during the podcast at some point during the, the normies at least. But yeah, I recommend watching um, Wednesday. It's a fun show. Uh, it's, it's entertaining. I'm pretty sure you, if you're listening to this, because it's about, we tend to watch, talk about movies and TV and all that entertainment stuff. And if you're listening to this, you're probably have already watched it, but it, I think it's a good, great show. It's not the best show. I, it's funny. Cause there's like, um, Facebook does this thing because I'm old and I enjoy Facebook over any other social media platform. And, uh, but they keep suggesting me these other groups to follow based off of anything I've ever done. And one of the things that keeps on um, <laughs> is stuff like on Netflix, like comparing, comparing uh, TV shows. And it's like, if you let, if you prefer this one, give it a heart. If you prefer this one, give it a thumbs up. If you prefer this one, give it like one of those, whoa faces. And it's funny. Cause um, it was, it did uh, Alice in Borderland versus Wednesday. I'm like, Oh, come on. And I was surprised that, you know, I think Wednesday just has more viewership because it's, you know. It's, it's more, more family friendly. Exactly. So, but I was, I was reading through the comics and people are like, no, Allison Borland, it's way better. I'm like, yes, it is. But still recommend Wednesday. It's a good, fun family watch. Um, it's very creative. It, Tim Burton is in his wheelhouse with that movie, just like he was with Batman. And so, recommend it. Tim Burton weird. Love yeah. it. He is weird. Okay. Well, my recommendation uh, will kind of come full circle with this podcast. Um, I 
said I finished Ted Lasso, and I I'm gonna recommend Ted Lasso. I think it's great. It's a great. Film. I look forward to season three. I it was it was I perf I think season one I think was better than season two, but I still enjoyed them both. Without spoiling it for our listeners, just in case, did you see the end coming? Um, they gave a little. You, you haven't seen season two, right? No, I have not. They okay. gave little breadcrumbs about yeah. it. Oh no, they definitely did. I need to send you that little breadcrumb thing. Did I? No. Oh, okay. So they they gave breadcrumbs throughout season two and season one and season one of what? Yeah. Of my wife and I kind of caught on to that while we were watching it, and at the end, it really was no surprise to me. But I mean. It, Yes. It was also really like, dude, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Not to spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season two was great, though. I really liked it. Who's your favorite character? <sighs> I think Roy's funny. Roy is funny. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. I got to go with Ted Lasso, probably. Yeah. He's great. That is a wrong answer. It's Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. <laughs> <laughs> Football is life. Life is football. <laughs> As he kills the dog. Oh, yes. Is that in season one or two? Probably season two, okay. because whatever you said I, does not register to me. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, going to be... Spoiler. <laughs> that's going to be a good one. You'll enjoy that. <laughs> that was just totally random. It was. Football is life. <laughs> I need to rewatch that before the next season comes out. I, I, just... I, I just watched it, and I could rewatch it right now. I just checked to see if they have any announcements, and so far, as of a couple of days ago, they have no announcement of when. I wonder what's taking so long. If it's for quality, I appreciate it, because I'd rather somebody take their time and delay releasing for quality. Amen. So, it's not going to hurt my feelings. All right. Well, yeah.